Welcome, everybody. You are tuned into the very first episode of the People's Podcast. So, you should be celebrating right now because this is the first one. Eight. I am your (laughs) homegirl. I am Asia Michelle, and I'm here with two of my friends, Amber and Joe. And we're about to bring to you a podcast of a lifetime. So, I'm sure everybody listens to podcasts, kind of get the drift of what they're about podcast about a lot of different things but we're about to bring to you the people's podcast am is going to tell you a little bit more about what the people's podcast is about all right so once again welcome everybody to the first episode this is really exciting y'all i'm like so happy <laughs> to be here with you guys so cheers. shout out to my wonderful friends let's yes. do a cheers because we will have the wine on zag we hope hey, that you hey. guys are having a sip with us <laughs> um so let's talk about why we did this, how the People's Podcast came to be. Um, first, it was all happenstance, kind of. Uh, we all know, we all are mutual friends of one another, and we just happened to be sitting at happy hour, <laughs> <laughs> having a drink, literally, and we noticed that like our conversation was something that was not just your typical, you know, everyday girl let me tell you conversation. We noticed that our topics tend to be a little bit bigger than us. And Joe said to Asia, yo, like, I always been wanting to do a podcast. <laughs> little did he know, and they'll get into their stories, but yeah. little did he know, Asia is the radio queen. And it, she's like, you know, I've been looking for the right people to start this podcast with and me I'm like oh y'all should just get together <laughs> and she like no 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 you you win it with us <laughs> and that's literally like how the people's podcast like came to be um it's gonna be a wonderful ride we have like some amazing segments for you guys we hope to provide laughs we hope to provide some realness um we're gonna talk about the culture you know social media memes all that fun stuff um but our first segment of every show will be happy hour since that's where we started so happy hour typically will be how is our week what's new in our lives what's been going on but today we're going to use happy hour to give you guys a little bit more information about us and i'm going to allow joe to kick off our very first happy hour so clink 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 clink. (laughs) yo uh it's your boy joe uh Happy to be. I'm a little nervous, but you know, I'm gonna let the nerves die down. Yeah, shake that right on the Hey, hey, shake But yeah, um, I'm from Jersey City, New Jersey. Uh, born and raised on the hill. Yeah. 201. Hey, hey, let's go. Um, yeah, I've always been a person of uh, character. So I that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was always been a character. So, so you know, um, I was always into the performing arts, the acting, the singing, the dancing. So I wanted to add something to my um, my resume and be, joining a podcast was something that I really, really had in the back of my head. And it, it's crazy because um, I didn't mention it to you, you guys. And Amber, you said it in the chat earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, I reached an epiphany this week, mm-hmm. and it was two things. Like, one thing was being okay with not, um, not getting the job that I want at this moment. Mm. Yo, we about to get deep. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, wow. See, this is what we do on the People's Podcast. You never know when we gonna hit you with it, and we hit you with so, it right now. That so, was a word. Okay, go ahead. So, um, so I was, I was like, 
upset for the last couple of weeks because mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I need a new job. I need a new job. But um, it didn't hit me until like, I think it was like Tuesday, mm-hmm. either yesterday or today. It was just like, your work is not done here. Right. And um, I mentor about 40 students a month. And it's just like, your work is not done. And, and it proved me right, because yes, it did happen today. One of my students walked in here today and she has interviews to become a, um, to do residency nice. mm-hmm. in, uh, um, in various hospitals. Nice. And she was like, she has an interview for John Hopkins. Mm-hmm. She has um, George Washington, so just to name a few. And I was just like, what are you afraid of? Yeah. I was like, she was Ooh, like, you should have been asking yourself, okay, right. we got to take our own advice. <laughs> so, you know, but that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I took my own advice because at that moment in time, she was standing right there, but I was talking to myself. I was looking, Ooh. I was looking, I was looking at her talking to myself. So, right. I mean, it became real. Yeah. Um. So this is going to be a movement. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we not about that orange man, but we for the people. Yeah. So. There we go. <laughs> so I mean, gotcha. welcome to the People's Podcast, and um, it's your boy Joe. So I'm here. Hey, hey. <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers hey, to that. Hey, hey. That was great. Hey, hey. That was great. So, A, oh. you let the people know something? <sighs> I guess I can let them know something. There's a lot to know. Um, my name is Asia. I go by Asia Michelle. It's my first and my middle name. But um, I am very happy to be here. Like, I am so excited about this. I think I've been wanting to do this since I stopped. I stopped doing radio in, like, 2015. And... Like, I never got back into it, and I've been hungry for this for so long. So I've been in radio since 2007, and I did that all the way up until 2015. Um, And, like, I just stopped because, like, my co-host at the time, he got, like, he was at Hot 97, but then he got a real, like, radio on-air jockey job in, like, Ohio or something. Mm -hmm. And so... Like, I was mad at myself because just because he left, I stopped. Right, right. But then, you know, I got heavily into podcasts. I started listening to podcasts um, heavily around that time. And I'm like, yo, I have to do this. Right. But one thing about, like, you know, just being in front of the camera or being on air, talking to people, is like, you have to have the conversation with people who you vibe with. Absolutely. So when this connection came about, it was just like... Thank you, God. Right. <laughs> that was you. Like, thank you so much. And so I'm, I'm just really happy to be here. Like a little about me. Um, I, I'm from Jersey City. Um, I grew up on the hill in Jersey City. Yeah. Ocean and Bayview. What's up? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so, you know, I was, you know, born and raised here. I did my undergrad at Temple University in Philly. I did my grad work here in Jersey City at NJCU. Um. I do work for Corporate America full-time, but, you know, part-time I do my own thing. I'm an event planner. I also have a nonprofit women's network organization, and now I am, like, doing a super dope podcast with my friends. Yes. So, like, you know, like, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but to like, my life is pretty lit. Toot, toot. I had to. I couldn't not, you like. know. So I'm so happy that, you know, for anybody that's listening and that's going to be, you know, tuning in and watching us, like, I'm going to tell you right now, thank you. Thank you so much yeah. for supporting it. For supporting us, thank you so much for believing in us, and I'm telling you, we will not disappoint at all. We won't. No, this is about to be so much fun. And shout out to 15 Minutes of Fame. 
Studios. Yes. Um, if you oh hear and see us ever so clear, mm-hmm. ever so effervescent, that's because oh, effervescent. Yeah, it's <laughs> because we, you know, podcast. we're recording at 15 minutes of fame studios. Hey. And if you would like to know where that is, you should follow us first, and then we might. Hey, you. we'll give you the info. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Em? Tell them a little bit All about right. you. Um. Well, first, I want to say, um, you guys did great. <laughs> um, I was also nervous walking into the studio today because this is not so much out of my element in terms of like talking because I'm a talker, but like, you know, having the camera here, having you guys listening to me right now, I'm thinking about what you guys are thinking about and you're not going to be hearing my voice until like Sunday or something. <laughs> so like, that's me, right? right. So. Um, I'm, I'm super excited as well for this journey that we're all about to um, partake in, as well as you guys, as long as you guys tune into us every week. Um, so I am Amber Nicole. I am also from Jersey City, also from the Hill. Um, it's so crazy that we all live, live so literally within two blocks of one another yeah. and, and never knew. Never knew. It's really crazy how life works out. But anyway, um... <laughs> It's crazy. It is wild. So, I um, I'm like a serial entrepreneur. I have I do have my nine to five job. Um, I work at a university in New Jersey, um, but my five to nine, so to speak. Um, I own three businesses. I have a clothing line. I run a customization business, and I also do a branding and consulting agency. So having like all those things going on twenty four seven. Um, is not the easiest thing to do, you know, so, you know, pe- some people may look at me like, yo, how do you, how are you going to have time to like commit to a podcast? Mm-hmm. But like, it's something about the chemistry of your co-hosts, um, the chemistry of your friends, of my friends, this, this like relationship right here is something that like I've never really had before. And I think that's, what's making it so easy for me to like literally just go for it with them. So you welcome for it. You know, like it's it's a, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. And when I say a blessing, I mean a real blessing. It's one thing to have friends, but it's another thing to have friends. And I hate to get preachy right now, but it's another thing to have friends that pray for you Amen. and pray with you. Yes, we drinking this wine right now. It's communion. What are you talking about? Yes, we curse a little it's bit a or a lot of bit and y'all are gonna hear us, you know, get into some real live conversations. But when I tell y'all we could be chilling one moment, <laughs> and next thing you know, somebody throw on that Hezekiah on the on the Bluetooth <laughs> right, real quick, and then you know it's crazy. Yeah, then then so, we have church, like it's so, literally it's church. Totally so church. like you know, this is like something special, and you know I know I'm talking about like us a lot, and I'm supposed to be talking about me, but I just gotta okay. like I want to make it. I, it. It's super imperative for everyone listening to know yeah. that like this is really like something special. So um, right. yeah, that's me. Um, I'm like I said, I'm also from Jersey City. Um, yes, I have a nine to five job, but I, my hopes and dreams are to be my own boss, um, not have to wake up and go work for someone else. Um, and hopefully, you know, the people, people's podcast is something that takes us to like just a whole different level on, on, on all aspects. Oh, yeah. you know it what I'm saying? Claiming it in the name um, of Jesus. Push. We Shout out to, absolutely. 
Shout out to everybody that followed our Instagram already, even Shout though we out. have no content on there. <laughs> we Shout got out to our content. real, but you know, it's us. Audio. <laughs> we are the content. Um, we right. are the content. That's very true. Uh, Shout out to y'all. We really appreciate you guys. We want to, we want to let you guys know that we didn't name this podcast, the People's Podcast for nothing. Like we really understand what it means to have people behind you and supporting you. So we need y'all to keep supporting us and keep telling your friends about us and keep right. letting people know about this dope podcast that yes. just came about. So. Yes. Thank you, please, and thank you. Yes, 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 yes. So, what we're about <laughs> to do, all right, that's happy hour, and we're going to have happy hour every week. Yes. So, um, y'all just get ready for that because we're going to talk a lot. Um, we do want to get into some news, some stuff that's going on in the world and on yeah. your timelines. I'm pretty sure we all follow the shade room. It's a lot going on. It's a lot. Yo, you know one thing I noticed that when I, like, am on the shade room and I go on like their page mind you I guess it's just the algorithms or whatever on Instagram excuse me but like I go to the page and the post that I'm really looking for I gotta scroll like it's like I know I, I, I just saw this, this post and I gotta scroll 30 posts to find it. No, it, it is the algorithm. It's, Instagram is trash. Uh, no, super algorithm. trash. Super <laughs> trash. No, but it's good for networking. Very yeah. true. No, <laughs> but it's good. The, algor- the, other, the algorithm is just not it. Like, it's really not. And you know, we are going to talk about a lot that you see on your timeline. So you'll be apt to the things that we're talking about. Right. It's not like, well, you may not know. So we might be bringing something new to you. Exactly. But you're, for the most part, you'll know the topics that we're talking about. So. First thing I wanted to talk about today was um, a post I saw about Amber Rose and her son, Sebastian, about her letting him curse. I pee. And so I was just like... <coughs> right, I think you might need a sip. It's okay. See, we real here at the People's Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You good, friend? It went, it went down the wrong, uh... You know <laughs> You need a lozenger? Not I'm a not... lozenger. You have? Yeah, shout out to D. <laughs> this will get cut out. It's no big deal. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Amber Rose and um, her son, Sebastian, which I think he's so cute. He's super smart, and I love, you know, that video of... Um, Wiz when he's like brushing his hair and Sebastian is not having it and he's just like you know dad this hurts and you know Wiz is just speaking to him super calm like you know you need to look nice when you go to school blah 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 cool but then Am hits us with the and I'm just I'm quoting her right now I let my son curse in the house because it's a form of expression I tell him when it's appropriate and not to say it at school that's it now mind you I think her son is like all of Five, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Um, four or five. Four or five. Mm-hmm. Either way, I know. First of all, I don't even say the word like hell in front of my mother, and I right. am. And my I'm like, age. Right. Like, <laughs> Amber Rose can't get it together with her own man. She can't get it together with like, a, what a going. You're not about to be having this little boy curse. Like she says that he says words. She would rather him say the word fuck than the word the n word. Like she would rather him. Like, like mm. what? Like, where are we in the world that this is like what's happening with with our children? You know what I mean. So my question is, would y'all let y'all children curse? Hell no. Right. 
Absolutely not. Like mm. I, I don't like I said, no. it's a respect thing. Like But that's the problem nowadays. Like we're so busy and I, I don't have any kids, but we're so busy trying to be every our kids' friends mm-hmm. rather than teaching them lessons. I mean like my parents were able to like teach me life lessons Absolutely. and mm-hmm. like without having me I was able to express myself in more ways than one without having to use profanity right see with me my mom didn't curse you know what i'm saying like i mean i was raised by my mom and and my grandma so like my mom still doesn't curse like it's 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 like if my mom curses it's like corny curses like jackass you know what i'm saying like and the last time i heard my mom curse i'm not even gonna hold you like it was like in grammar school and i i remember it so vividly because we were she was driving me to school and someone like cut her off <laughs> like it was funny to me because I curse like I think I've been cursing since like kindergarten to be honest with you so to hear my mom say a curse word a corny curse word at that like not even like a real curse word it was just like it tickled me mm-hmm. so to even like imagine though like saying curse words in front of my mom is just like you know I, I'm still scared of my mom so you know right that's out and I will definitely instill that same respect in my own children like no you're not cursing like I'll try my best like to watch my mouth around my children because they're so impressionable mm-hmm. but like come on that's too much you know that's what too much. It's, it's just too much like because I go back to how what you were saying and y'all gotta excuse me because actually I am sick but I'm trying to really play this off <laughs> so we got you friend my mom growing up cursed like a sailor but we knew not to curse. Right. Even now, in my age, I'm grown. Extra grown. I can't even play music that's cursing. Right. In the car like, with my mother. You get that all right now. Like, she's like, Asia, oh, oh, I'm like, uh-uh, but my, you just, you just. They doing it. Not me. Right. Just curse in the previous sentence. And she don't want to hear. And she don't want me to play nothing that's cursing. They, 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 <laughs> right. they, they, they don't know the words of the song. What they hear, fuck. They, oh, they hear that word. Oh, yeah. t- turn it off. Yes. Ooh, ooh, the blood of Jesus. Yes. Like, what? There was a challenge. Like, people were playing that Kanye song. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, they would just, like, put it on out the blue with their yeah. moms in the car and like the moms were like are you out your damn mind (laughs) playing this nonsense but no i'm just i I definitely wouldn't be on the um letting my kids my kids not cursing and i curse like a sailor i'll say fuck shit damn bitch and you better not repeat not one word right but but guess what 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 she's about to be in store for is okay i I can't curse at you in school Mm -hmm. but when i get home you're gonna be every bitch every whore (laughs) right like what happens then and it's not her she's gonna be every slut Mm -hmm. ma you a bitch yeah like what happens when he starts to say those things those you know sorts of words to her is what you know yeah that's what i wonder because kids are gonna get like that you know he's being raised very privileged his mother already lets him do whatever he wants to do right so it's no telling how he's gonna be acting when he gets older but it also said in the story that um she's like already prepared to talk about the birds and the bees with him um this baby is five years old she said she won't be afraid to discuss protection and the importance of condoms. Okay. And her quote was, I'm going to put them in his drawer next to his bed and be like, I don't want you to have sex right now. But if you do, this is how you protect yourself. Oh. So okay. my question is, at what age are we going to start putting condoms in his drawer? Right. Well, you know, girls is getting a period now at, that, <laughs> at like five. So 
next to the next next to the lunchables. Here, baby girl, here's some no. birth control, like, <laughs> or some pads or something, like, sis. Like that's intense. Yeah, it's it's really like the reality. It's sad, not sad, but it's like scary because it's something we have to think about. You know what I mean? Like when we do have, have children, children, now I'm gonna be talking to my son about the birds. Because his, I mean, maybe she didn't say that now. That he, like when he's five, yeah. but probably like when he gets of that age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, like, of course. And his but how, but daddy he, gonna have that conversation? But like the thing is, how can he decipher when is the right time to curse? Like, he's five years old. Right. She's completely changing, like, the notion of, like, her. Like, cursing is no longer bad. Yeah. You know, it's, like, not a bad thing. It's just, like, don't she do that. She probably was school. beat the shit out of when she was older because now she being a rebel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what's going on? Right. My kid could curse. Yeah. They, like, my kid could do whatever you know, they want to do. Because, you know, it's, a, it's those parents that come out, like, they were beat as a child. So now I'm not going to beat my children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. now your children beating you. Exactly. <laughs> they telling In you to go outside ways. with the switch. In other ways. Right, 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 right. They right. telling you to go outside with the switch. Go That's get crazy. Yo. Yeah, I'm not, I'm definitely not on, uh, Team with that uh, nah, situation. and I really want to know like what Wiz Khalifa's stance is on that, like about his son cursing. Like, I don't right. know. Like, who do you feel is the more responsible parent, Wiz or Amber? Really? I mean, I'm sure I don't want to say responsible because I don't know she's responsible, but yeah. like, I feel like Wiz would be dis more like disciplining his son more than his mother would. But I mean, I I think it's a whole, it's a, an entire different way of parenting that we are that we know. Yeah. Because like I said, from that video when that little boy was like, it like you're hurting me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't say things like you're hurting me to my mom when right. she was putting them straight back <laughs> in my hair every day. Right. Clearly, I still have flashbacks about it. <laughs> I could do my little, ah, you know, yeah. and I would still get popped with the brush, but. You're hurting me. I dare mm. myself to ever say like, you're hurting me, mom. Girl, <laughs> bye, I will go to school with two braids and the rest of my hair in a fro. Like, right. oh, I was hurting you. Well, now I'm not hurting you no damn more. Right. So you could go to school like you that. You know what I mean? But That's I don't wild. know. That's just That's wild. Know how to Let's talk about hurting people. Right. Speaking of hurting people. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> Fabulous got charged with a couple felonies because no, he was hurting Emily B. And mm. you know, like, even if. Like, in the domestic situation, like, even if the other person does not want to press charges, it's still a domestic violence. Absolutely. And you still get charged with it. Because I'm sure she was like, no, I'm driving a I don't want to press charges. They was like, no, man, we got called to your house. So, was this in addition? Like, this was, like, another instance. Not the time when they had the video and he was, like, I think it's all from that. So, oh, okay. So, I'm thinking he's, like, doing all this. So, he finally got charged. Yeah, Yeah, he got charged. So, is he in jail right now? I don't think so. But the thing about it is, ever since he got that... That gap fix or that <laughs> he been he been brand Not the gap fix. He got that he got that closed gap now. He chipped too. No that, matter oh, no, how no. chipped my tooth is. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, it's chipped too. Yes. You all that. Into it. So we were right. talking about Fab, um and, and he's getting ready to go to jail. So right. I mean, I you know, like when it comes to this domestic violence thing, like I'm sorry, I just feel like if it happens, man on woman, you gotta go to jail. Yeah, baby girl. I think if it happens, you know, woman on man, you need to go to jail. Like right. no, nobody should be hitting anyone. Right? Why? Why are we like keep each your other? hands to yourself. Um, That's something that Amber Rose should have told her. Then. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I'm going back to her. Sorry. Let's go forward. <laughs> let's moving forward. I'm sorry. But no, I think Fab has a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, he should definitely, you know. But be do you jailed. think jail is the is the? I mean, he should definitely be punished. I think. Yeah. I mean, you know, okay. now. So clearly, are, like clearly, if we had like a real rehabilitative jail system in this country, that would be great. But we don't. You know what I mean? 
So he's gonna go to jail, but he's a celebrity, so he's probably gonna get mad love. Like he's gonna be chilling in jail. Who are, like if he got charged with a felony? Yeah, felony. He's gonna be in there for a while. I think. I yeah. think. I don't know he how those things work. With a with a with a scissors. Yeah. And he like threatened her dad or something. Oh, right? yeah, the that, family. Like, he said, "I'll kill the family." He's not yeah, scared of anybody. Like. You know, like it's like, oh, bring your father or your brother up here. I'm gonna tell them the same thing, and right. then I'm gonna whoop your ass when when they right. leave because he out here, he out here with the booed up remix. But, but, right. but, but, but how Meanwhile, long do you think this has happened? Oh, it has to forever. be happening forever. Forever. Like forever. it has to have been happening forever, and yeah. it's really unfortunate. Yeah, um, I mean, prayers to Emily. Absolutely, because girl. you know, sometimes women in those situations they don't see their way out of it. Like they just don't see, and yeah. I. You know, the fact that, you know, after everything went down and it was publicized so, so much, you know, she was still right there by his side. Yep. It's just like, sis, you, yeah, I, I don't know what to Like, he you. literally bragged about it in the booed up remix. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, why they mad at you when you get your, when you get your boo back or something like that. And it's like, dude, like, that's so obnoxious. That's yeah. so disgusting. Privilege. That's um, not cool. It's just not cool. Anybody out there dealing with, you know, any type of domestic anything, like, just, just. Think about yourself, man. Like, think about think about some longevity, man. You got family, you got friends, you got a life to live. Like, think about that because that shit is whack. It's super whack. Super duper duper whack. I mean, let's move on a little bit. Talking about people in in jail because... You know, we got a lot that we want to talk to y'all about. It's a lot that we got to cover. Not even yes. on these pieces of paper right here that you see in front of us. Right. But, I mean, we're speaking about men in jail. Um, y'all watch Real Housewives of New Jersey? No. I don't watch it. Okay, well, honest. I watch Real Housewives of the World. Like, she, the, she the TV queen, by I the way. watch it all. <laughs> and so, I haven't, honestly, I haven't caught up with New Jersey because I was too busy, like, catching up with New York because, you know, those my bitches. I love them. <laughs> um... So Teresa is married. Teresa Judice is married to Joe Judice, and Joe Judice is in jail for doing like fraud stuff or whatever. And she also went to jail, right? If she I'm not went mistaken. to jail. That's the one her her hairline like yeah, one lit. centimeter like from her above eyebrows, her eyebrow. Right? Okay, yeah. I know. I know. So um, Joe show he's serving his time right now, and um, it's been reported now that he's going to be deported back to Italy after his. Mm. Um, Damn. After his prison sentence, now you know they got like I think three or four kids, three or four girls, all right. girls, um, and he pled That's guilty terrible. to forty-one counts of fraud back in two thousand fourteen. Damn it, bro. Um, Teresa served eleven months mm-hmm. um, in two thousand fifteen, and now Joe has about four to five months before he's released, and he'll be deported. 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 What a yeah. life. He going back to his so. motherland, bro. <laughs> Give <laughs> us free, bro. Give us free. Can you imagine? <laughs> probably gonna be They're trying to deport black people Italy. back to Africa. Right. And look at him. I ain't going to know how ass. to adapt. I'm a, look, <laughs> like I said before, it's really sad that that family is being broken up. Yeah. And, you know, that's really yeah, fucked it's being up. Political, <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's a little refreshing, I'll say. Right. To see real justice be fucking served, you know what I mean? Like, and how many, thing. how many of us are are going to jail? How many people are in jail right now for unjust reasons? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Discriminated against, or you know, from systemic racism, all sorts of shit. I, you know, I'm, I, ain't, I ain't gonna say I'm sad that he's going, he's being deported. That's what he deserves. If you do the, if you can't, what is it? You can't do the time. If you do the crime, you gotta do the damn time. That's um, what's it. his name? Joe. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, friend. 
crime. If you do the crime, Joe, you got the damn go. I like that. There you go. (laughs) Like that one better. You got the damn go. But um. I mean, it's too bad, so sad. Whatever. No, yeah, for real. But you got to like, I'm sure they got enough money to go fly back and forth from Italy so right. they kid, them kids could see their daddy. Maybe they about, they, to, they about to put some money. They about to send him some money, wire him some money. Yeah, but and she they, says that, you know, she's not about to move the four daughters out there either. Like, oh, you know, up, uprooting their whole lives. Hell no, them girls from Jersey. Right. <laughs> they ain't going to Italy. What? No, we can go visit daddy. They're like, not like babies either. Mm-mm. They're like, you know. They grown girls. Yeah. And they probably like, Ma, you could go. Right. I'm, I'm, put me up in the condo and i'm straight (laughs) and you know what i'm not mad at it no for real Mm -mm. um we got other news what y'all want to talk about y'all want to talk about terrence Terrence J. You want to talk about terrence right yeah about the homie yeah i didn't hear about this until is that your friend no my bad. No. I don't know what a frat is if you ask Listen me. Listen to me. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't, I don't know. know. He is a frat, though. I think maybe he's a Q. He's a Q. Yeah. Okay, my bad. Let me show yeah. you. <laughs> but the homie T, let's call him TJ. Yeah. TJ, TJ is not... TJ. TJ remind me of sister, sister, little brother. Yes, uh, sister, sister. Hey. But yo. Sister. Sister, I got my own mind. Hey, I, I do my own thing. I, I never really knew that lyric. <laughs> so, the homie, the homie was doing something behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could have been doing something because it don't, it don't make no sense. He ran all the way up into that dag on. You uh, saw the pictures. I, did you? You know, I didn't. You did, did you not see the picture? Please show me the picture. It's. He all the way up in the daggone. He, he hit the daggone um, tree all the way. He couldn't swerve. So <laughs> it lead me to believe he was doing something. He on, was doing he something. Was behind he had the wheel. no business doing. Well, oh, my God. On yesterday, it was it was him and his girl. I'm now, I'm new to this, like, celebrity world thing. So I don't know who his girl is. But <laughs> yesterday, it was his girl. And today, according to the media, it says it was his mistress. <laughs> now, now, if he wasn't doing something strange for a piece of change, <laughs> then... But did it say that he, like, ran away from the scene He ran from the scene. Right. So. He, he the, got out the car. He had to get up out of there. He, he called like, himself an Uber. Come, he called himself he an called Uber. Uber. I don't know, but that Uber driver made me have money. <laughs> let's just say he... Because he got away fast. Mm-hmm. Where was he? He had to call an Uber. That's really unfortunate. Well, was anyone hurt? I hope not. Well, if they was, he ain't try to wait around for the paramedics. I mean. He walked to the hospital. He was hurt that he ain't released, but I mean. Right. Oh, my God, Joe. Well, that's unfortunate. Um, (laughs) You know, I I hope uh, everyone is all right. Everybody's all right, but the damn car. You know, yeah, they said that was a $300,000 McLaren. So, um. Oh, well. He hit a parking meter and a tree. In Studio City, California. Mm. That's a shame, huh? I mean, you know, it, it happens. You Whatever. Know? These things happen. I hope, I hope, like I said, I hope nobody was really hurt. Nobody. Me too. I mean. But what can you do? What can you do? Well, you running away from the scene, you know what? Exactly. Maybe you, never mind. I was going to say something that wasn't going to be nice. No. All right, never mind. Um, Let's talk about, um. BWB. Oh my God! I I, I saw the story. Today I was and triggered like, watching that video today. Yeah, so, me too. It was hard for me. Um, babysitting while black. black. Um, so go ahead. There was a video on um, the shade room or on on, on social media anyway, 
and it was a guy recording um, his interaction with a police officer after being pulled over for um, from a white woman a white woman calling the police saying that this black man was driving two white kids in the car and she thought that Pause. he kidnapped them can I just say one thing if I if we have any white listeners I have one thing to ask of you and I'll never ask you anything ever again what? please stop calling the cops on black people for no reason <laughs> I'm serious because calling the cops on us can potentially get us killed. Right. And you're calling the cops on us for these extremely trivial reasons. Like crazy. Like driving a car with two white children in the back and I'm a black woman or I'm a black man driving. So doing stupid shit like that, you could possibly get us killed. So until you guys realize the severity of your actions... Permit Patty. Right. right. Oh my God. Um, it's a few other ones. The ones with the uh the little kids with the lemonade, the she one with the selling. the cookout. Right. Like stop calling the fucking cops on us, bro. Stop. Like For just no stop. Reason. Just just cut it out. And it's so sad because they don't even realize like the danger that they are putting us in. So I'm it's saying, like, like cops see like the cops ask the damn kids to step out, out of the, the car. car. Right. And my man is like, damn, they gotta step out the car. Like, yo, like, are you serious? And then they, they show the video of the parents of the children like, yeah, he's the, the youth ministry leader, you know, mm-hmm. a friend of the family. He babysits our kids. Like, so, you know, basically you can't, the, and the babysitting while black, that came from the father, the white mm-hmm. father. He's like, clearly, you know, he's a victim. He's, he's a uh, suspect of babysitting while black. It's yeah. So please stop crazy. calling the cops on black people for no fucking Like, reason. I really hope, like, because I know that the guy said that the, the children's mom is a lawyer. I'm like, well, I hope that she finds yeah, something for to, sure. like, yeah. present a case against the police department. Or against the Why did you make those children because come out that car? There's no reason for her kids to have to step out the car. Why is they- the word of a white woman so fucking, like... And the because little, the so, little so girl, good. Like, the why is that? Had to it? really vouch for this man. Yeah, like, she had she, to say, "This is Mr. Lewis. Mm-hmm. He's our babysitter. Like, you know, we're on our way to where. Like, come on, bro. That's you know, disgusting. It, it's sad. It's really, it's really sad. It's fucked up. And it makes me so angry. Like, this is, and I'm gonna be honest. This is people's podcast. I'm gonna be real honest about myself. Like, this is why I interact with white people the way I do. Not that I'm racist, but, like, I'm very defensive. I get very, like... You have to be, though. I get very sheltered around them because <laughs> I feel like, like, they are always... And it's just from my experience. Like, my experience with white people has not been a great one. So, like, you know... I, and, and it's things like this that get me so angry. Like, it gets, super triggering. It's super triggering because it's just like, bro, why would you... Imagine if it was me or you and we standing outside the car and a police officer, like... Bro, Pulled like I had to explain, for no reason. I had to explain to some of my white friends on Facebook, which I'm about to like get rid of my Facebook because it's just a fucking pit of that of just oh my God. negativity. But especially since like my you know, I had to explain to people like, yo, when you get pulled over, white people, like when mm-hmm. you get pulled over, does your heart start beating fast? Mm-hmm. Dead ass, right? Like, do, do do you get a little nervous, like knowing that you did absolutely nothing wrong? Do you get a little shook? Do you feel the need to put your fucking video recorder right. on your phone? Right. So that you could you could you could document a possible you getting shot. Right. You being, you know, the first thing disrespected. That, the first thing that runs through your mind is the previous situation. That's what I'm saying. Impact. And like and people don't realize that black people literally have like PTSD from watching this shit live on TV, on Instagram, on Facebook, on the news. 
like damn that could be it's like a scary movie like it's like that could be me so when it does happen to Mm -hmm. you you could have just forgot to you know put your right Mm -hmm. signal on to change lanes Mm -hmm. and you getting pulled over over. and you don't know what that cop is about to do Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Like it's really unfortunate. Sometimes you gotta know your your. your like I've been too. looking into those like getting a Fuck dash that. cam. Like I have a camera that like will show like the 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 right side of my car and like the rear. Yeah. But I want one like a dash cam in that the can, on the inside because whenever I get pull, pulled over, I automatically turn on that camera because it'll show whatever cop is on that side of my vehicle and like you can see the rear right. because I just want it to like I just don't know. You don't know. I just don't and know. I I, I, I didn't you, always feel that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know what, too? Um, some of us don't know our rights. Like, Very like, true. Like, even then, I feel like, yes, some of these situations, it, it, it doesn't take away from some, some of these situations that, that have taken place. Mm-hmm. Yes. But if we knew our rights, we need but to But what be, do you mean by that, in terms of knowing your rights, in terms of like... Like, we need to be educated on the laws. Like, true. But the thing is, what if you do know your rights, right? And you know that you don't have to let a cop... Search your car if there is no real, you know, no real reason to, no then warrant. Then you give him, you give him those rights. But the thing is, like, you know that the the society we are in now, these cops are very egotistical. So it's like, how dare you, black person, try to question my authority and not answer my questions that I'm asking you? They will flip that shit because, but you, but you like, know I've what? seen this shit but, happen, but bro. You know, but the thing about it is, it's like you damn if you do, you damn, damn if you don't. Exactly, and that's, my, and that's you, the and, point. And the thing is, and it's you, fucked up. Would you rather be just damned? Like, cause honestly speaking, like, I'm sorry, but I think I'm one of the people who, you know, like if I do have an asshole cop that pulls me over and he wants me to, you know, step out the car, I'm not going to be that person that, that, you know, vigilante person that's like, no, I'm not getting, yo, I'd rather just fucking answer what this man about to ask me because I'm so scared of what could possibly like I've seen the worst happen. You get what I'm saying? I've seen a man reach for his ID, I'm about to his say, permit, and he got shot Orlando in the Castle. fucking car. Exactly. I've right. seen that happen. He did so like I'm right. scared of that. And so you know I'm what? I'm past the knowing my rights. No, you don't have a right to ask me to No, like if he asked me to do that shit, bro, I'm getting out the car. Cuz I especially but, if I know, you but know, you know what? I'm, wrong. You know what? Knock on wood. I'm <laughs> my head, I got a brain, bones, but I don't got no wood up there, Joe. I'm gonna knock on it for you, though. I was about, that was that was inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> inappropriate flag on the play. I was about to say you got the wood. But anyway, um, I I thank God that, that out. <laughs> thank God I've never have to experience anything like that. No, yeah, like I've sure. been pulled over. Mm-hmm. And I've been placed in a lot of situations, but you, I thank God for placing those those sensible cops in my mm-hmm. in my presence. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like having to hear those situations, yes, I feel bad for them, but I've never been in those those. those I never well, been you in had a, like an asshole I, cop, yeah, right? Because yeah. you know what? Honestly, when you see when when a cop pulls over pulls me over, if he ever does, and he sees me in a suit. But it's fucked up that we have to be in a suit to be treated nicely. Mm. But the thing is, you know it's saying? either one or two things that they ask me, and now I have set a standard at my job that I wear a suit often that they can no longer ask me, am I am I going to court mm-hmm. or am I going to a funeral? Mm. Why can't I? Why can't that be a part of my attire? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that's a whole like societal thing. Like you know, they say a black man is only in a suit when he's going to a funeral or to court. court. We're just trash. Like that's a whole nother conversation. We gonna have on, on a whole nother day. You know but but all like, in all, this is this was a, a super trash situation. Trash situation. To, uh, situation. Happened to Mr. Lewis. 
I was triggered. I was very upset. I was very disheartened because, yeah. like, just going back again, like, you could do everything right when it comes to, like, dealing with these cops, and you still don't know whether or not your life is in jeopardy. Yep. Like, just when I saw that video, like, whenever I see these videos, it always brings me back to that Philando Castile video because, yeah. like, the whole thing was recorded, and literally, yeah, he that, was telling, that was like, he's like, I'm, I have a gun in the car, I have a permit, I'm reaching for this, I, and the cop still was just like, shot him and then i was actually watching um pieces and i saw that how it happened to the uh, that kid's cousin shout out, to pieces. shout out to pieces web series on youtube check it out um but i saw how that happened to him and he was just like yo i'm reaching i'm about to get my registration my life and the cop was like whoa what are you doing and shot him mm-hmm. shot him like like and i think about it like with these cops in these situations like I feel like they just put some of the most, like, unqualified, or is that a word, unqualified people? Yeah. Unqualified, disqualified, underqualified. Disqualified, unqualified, underqualified. People who are not qualified to, like, in the academy and just be like, yeah, For you sure. could be a cop. Because, like, there racist. is racist people. Like. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm going to be honest, like, my, well, my father is a police officer. But, like, my father is very, like... I don't know. When he do, the way my father is at work and the way he is at home is two different two different They definitely people. have to compartmentalize. They have to compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when I see my father on the job sometime, like, I can see that he is in that mood, in that mode. You know what I'm saying? But he's also, like, he's not one of them cops that's, like, that get jumpy and scared in certain mm-hmm. situations. So they act upon they, like, whatever they feelings are. Like, he, like they're scared for their lives. Right, no, never. Like, he is, like, part of the, He goes by the book, by what he learned, how to act. Uh, you know, he knows that when he gets called to, he gets on a call, like, whether this person is really a threat or if they're not. Right. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but I think they hire these people who can't do that. And they, they place them into areas... That, that they don't familiar that, that they're, they're not, not familiar, familiar with Absolutely. and that they don't belong and <laughs> yeah. that was another thing i don't know what conversation i was having with someone but it was just like we need to start like putting like more we need to have more cops that look like us or that are from where we are in our communities because they'll know how to interact with the community yeah like i look in jersey city now and i see these different cops walking the beat or whatever and i think that's cool you know so that they get they could kind of familiarize themselves with um, the area mm-hmm. and the people mm-hmm. that are there so that they don't have to make these kind of calls but who's to say anymore like who's to say granted I haven't heard of nothing like crazy like that happening in Jersey City but mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's just like for areas that's not like Jersey City like they right, need to Jersey do City something is a super like I think if not the um, most diverse mm-hmm. city in the country it's, it's still up and coming. Um, yeah. so you know we have the most uh, diverse mix of races you know, yeah. that live in our city or whatever. So I think that's a little different. You yeah. know, a small city in, let's say, Idaho or Montana, yeah. you know, is not going to have the same kind it's of like, so sad. as we will. So it's sad, you know, but, um, <clears throat> pardon me. You know, we definitely um, are grateful. I'm grateful that, you know, not that situation didn't turn into, like, a dire situation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, it was something that was recorded. The cop, was, like, he did go far, a little too far by asking them kids what's up. But, right. That was too you know, much for me. I'm glad that he didn't do anything drastic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, shout I mean, out to Mr. Lewis. Shout out to Mr. Lewis. Um, he, like, has a, a mentoring <laughs> program called Inspired by Lewis. <laughs> 
and the, the two kids actually attend his mentor uh, program and the woman um, they it was quoted that she you know stalked harassed and you know questioned him you know just, he, just because he was black clearly so she's an idiot yeah so you could kick rocks and right. go to hell <laughs> bitch <laughs> <laughs> sorry alright <laughs> Baby. Anyways, so we about I think to move it's time on a to little go bit to a different uh, segment. Yeah, let's move. We gonna move on a little bit now. Um, what we kind of did was that we just kind of read that lady a little bit, but uh, right, I, I say she really could have. We, been. you know, we could have took her to the library. So a segment yeah. that we um are going to be doing ever so often is called the library. Yeah, and so we have one library, <laughs> you got card. Your library card. I gotta get some library cards, you know, um, and when, for us to pull out. When we pull that library card, that means somebody's about to get read. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um. Yes. This week, I think Amber has a library card. I do because this girl, she. she mm. You got a library card today. She got I the do, library card. This is ridiculous. This is too much. This is what we call team too much. Um. So there, you guys might have seen this story. Um, the headline was. Did I ask what a library card is? So this is when we read someone. Like, yeah. so this is when we like, you know, this is something, so you know, like donkey of the day. Right. It's yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So read something. Yeah. So we're gonna we actually to have library. like a a prop, a prop right? And like, you know, you mm-hmm. could take somebody to the library at any point of the podcast and but we're only going to do one per episode <laughs> mm-hmm. so we'll never i mean we might talk about it beforehand but we might not mm-hmm. um I but I, I did mention it to them earlier like yo i gotta take this lady to the library today because this is absolutely ridiculous okay yeah cool. <laughs> no yeah 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 definitely i'm glad you asked i'm glad you asked shout out to our bartender shout out to the bartender Miss D. D. come over the- here let them see you for like two seconds oh, just God, come Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're not done with what, Miss D? You can D? say hi for just two seconds. Miss okay, D, you got you got some good edges, girl. Yes, the edges is <laughs> late. Late. Today. They probably always late. This is our lovely bartender making sure we pulled up all night. Hey, guys. Pretty girl. Hey. <laughs> she like a real star. You're going to get the sparklers like, oh, you needed some cranberry. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, shout out to my girl, D. So yeah, it's definitely... Time to go to the library. I don't have my card with me, but please, I hope I'm still admitted. (laughs) Um, So the headline states, Mother charged with misdemeanor, reckless conduct, and public intoxication for sneaking alcohol into the movie theater in her kid's sippy cup. (laughs) So there's multiple things with this story, right? So typically, I wouldn't give a damn. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I may have snuck something up in the in the movie theater one day. So when I first saw the face was popping, right? Okay, like they had the book bag with the straw, like with the little, you know. So I I typically wouldn't have an issue with that, but sis has completely ruined it for all of us who like to, you know, sneak a little some some into the movie, into yes, into the movie theater. So. Um, her name is Christina Gibson. Damn, you got her Yep, she's it. on Shade Room, so she about to be on the People's Podcast. Sorry, Christina. Um, <laughs> Christina went to the movies with her son, snuck some alcohol into his sippy cup, and 
decided to get drunk. Like, bottom line, she did too much. Mm-hmm. You could have went into the movie theater. Now, you were probably going to see some kitty movie with your son. You could have went in there, had the little sippy cup, took a sip every hour, maybe. You know, just to... Every hour? Chip. She did too much. She got so drunk that she could not walk. Oh. She and was she so incoherent. Medicine. Like, yeah, she, yeah, she also took a nervous system depressant <laughs> and got so drunk that she was unable to walk, talk, or care for her child. So you in the movie, you good. Timmy <laughs> is ready to watch the movie. Next thing you know, the movie's over. You can't even get out your seat. You can't even walk to your car. You can't drive. Clearly, like, what are you doing, sis? Like, this is just, just not smart. So now they're probably about to put all these... You know, uh, regulations. Yo, they to, like, better not check you. my bag when I'm going. Because I movie. promise you, when I got my big bag, I got all sorts of stuff up in it. I got meals. In <laughs> I the got bag. Wendy's. Okay, okay. Like, I've been got all at Walmart before, like, and then get the biggest. Nobody's biggest paying bag. fifty dollars for a pack of Twizzlers. So no, I don't even go to the movies no more. So. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't either. I got ba- popcorn, but that's another. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but no, I had to take it to the library because, like. You know, not just because, you know, she messed it up for all of us, but, like, you're really putting your child in danger, right? Like, I don't... Uh, and Miss Christina with a K, so, like, mm, I'm not really sure. What's her last name? Gibson. Gibson. Oh, you know, Tyrese black. Gibson. She black. So, I don't... You know, but she could be married to, like, a black... I don't know. But either way, Christina, you are dumb. You are really dumb. Like, for real, like, you going to the movies with your kid, like... What you need what to ask my thing? Why do you like, need the alcohol with your kid? You going to the kitty movie, you like, oh, I'm about she to sit while I'm waiting here. She probably getting beat. Joe, wait a minute. I'm out. She taking Antidepressant. That yeah, she did take the nervous huh? system depressant. Mm-hmm. No chaser. Like, no what are chaser. you doing, girl? Yo, so you know, clearly, if you would have gotten to, and this was in Atlanta, she's a disappointment. Oh, so no, if sir. you would have gotten in your car and tried to drive home, clearly there would have been some problems. People could have been. I'm saying, if she would have tried to drive home, you know, in her state of incoherent. That's crazy, fam. Ness. She's annoying. So yeah, I had to take her to the library because that's just like un- unbelievable almost. Like, Maybe you, you know, need to read the book on how responsibility. not. Responsibility. Right. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Right. She needs to read the Christina book on responsibility. Gibson, you, you, you gotta go, sis. This read comes so from you, right. this library. You deserve all the charges. You deserve all the jail time, community service, whatever you get. Um, Seriously. You can't mess with your own babies. Come on. Like, what are you doing? And what are you going to see that you, like... Why do you need a drink? Like, why do you need a drink? What are you want to see? It's Watch some deeper cars. issues here. It, what was that new movie? It's some incredible. deeper issues here that... that, that, mm-hmm. that yeah. are, that it's none of my business. Know. Christina, go ahead handle your shit no Christina you're not where your baby daddy at <laughs> hope he got he picked up that child right right, right that's right, crazy right. so right now show. we want to talk about um world mental health day yes right yes. it's a very important day i think it's important because especially in our community not a lot of people acknowledge how important it is to acknowledge our mental health, yes. especially in the state of the society that we are living in. Absolutely. Um, World Mental Health Day means a lot to me because I deal with mental health issues. I know I'm not like psycho, but I'm a little crazy. Um, <laughs> but I also, you, you know, I acknowledge health. my mental health issues. When people ask me why I operate certain ways, I let them know, you know, this is what I deal with and mm-hmm. this is why I do this. Um, so 
you know, right now what we want to do is kind of just talk to people a little, talk to you all about the importance of mental health and also, you know, just give you some tips on how to deal with um, stress or like high pressure situations. I, for one, you know, I know when my anxiety is about to lift off. I know it. Like I Mm -hmm. can feel it. And a lot of us all have anxiety, especially in the state of this culture that we live in in this world and in this country like how can you not have anxiety look who our president is like i have anxiety just thinking about it um but you know one day i one way that i deal with my anxiety is um that i you know try to use some healthy coping mechanisms so like it's just whatever i feel comfort in doing as far as like writing or creating or praying or whatever it is like you have to find those healthy coping mechanisms i think because it's so easily it's so easy to fall into bad habits Uh you know what i'm saying Uh and those bad habits are like super accessible um to us and we might fall into a trap at that Uh point but it's also important to remember that you could turn some things that you might not even do on a regular day basis like exercising yeah or um you know maybe writing or doing something creative and you could turn that into a healthy coping mechanism for yourself um but one thing we got to do i think as a society is just acknowledge the fact that we ain't all the way right all the time and it's okay because we human you know what i'm saying like we go through things every day and you know we don't tell people about it Mm -hmm. we might be quiet about it i know it might be hard to talk to family about it because you know at least I know growing up in black culture is just like, oh, no, you, you ain't nothing wrong with you. You, you, just, need, you need to pray. You just need to pray and talk to mm-hmm. God about it. And mm-hmm. it's just like, honestly, God is the one that showed me that this is like, that I need to fix this. Right. And that I need to attack this. So it's just like, sometimes you might feel like you're in it by yourself. But it's always important to know that it it is very it's very important for you to acknowledge what is happening to you. Like, don't ever ignore it. Like I knew that I had, that I was, I knew that I was depressed when I was 12 years old. Mm -hmm. I didn't get diagnosed until I was 25. Wow. And it was because it was just like, you can't ignore this. Like something is different. Something's not right. And you have a hard time getting out of bed on a lot of days. Mm -hmm. Something's not right. And I went to the doctor, and it was like, well, I went to a therapist, and my therapist was like, you need to see a psychiatrist. I said, well, you trying to call me crazy? Right. She's right. like, no, but she's like, I, I can't diagnose you, but you need to be diagnosed because you need medication in order mm-hmm, to help mm-hmm, with, mm-hmm. with the treatment that I want to give you. So it's just like, you know, I, I'm not afraid to talk about it or anything Which like that. Like, like, I'm, I'm not afraid at all. Like, because when I tell you, once I started acknowledging what was going on with me, I'm telling you, I'm living my best life. Hey, hey, hey. I ain't going back and forth with no niggas. I'm living my best life. Hey, hey. No, seriously, like, I am. Like, you know, I have my days where I'm, like, mm-hmm. not feeling it. But that's normal. And I, now I know that's normal for me and for what's happening to me. Right. So I'm okay with dealing with it. You understand what I'm saying? Because I know how to deal with it. But if you don't acknowledge it and you pretend that that shit is not happening to you, bro, you got a really rough life to live. Yeah. Seriously, because it's not going to be easy until you have to you, you put in the forefront what's going through. Not that you got to announce it to people, but if you know 
and you working towards fixing it or making yourself feel better, your life will be like ten times better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not waking up every day wondering like what's happening what's to me. What's wrong? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but so I I shout out to anybody who feels like they're dealing with something that they not they might not know what's going on mm-hmm. with with them or they might know what's going on with them but don't know how to, you know, address it or attack it. I'm telling you, there's so many ways to get help. Um there's so many ways to seek therapy. If you don't want to um you know, go to a therapist. There's many other ways that you can seek therapy without having to go physically sit on somebody's couch. Man. So, like, look into ways to get help. And I'm telling you, your life would be so much better. You would be so much more productive. Um, just recognize what's going on with you and realize this is your life. And nobody can tell you how to live it or what you can or can't do right. to feel better about what you're doing. You have to do it for yourself, no Absolutely. matter what nobody think about it or what family might say, what your parents or your friends might say. You got to do what's best for you. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you. one thing that you said that um, I feel that is important is the first step into, into your progression or into living your best life is acceptance. Mm-hmm. Not even that. No, no, not acceptance. Um, ex- yeah, accepting and acknowledging mm-hmm. that there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With every everything that we talked about today... Um, there's a lot of issues that we have to face. Mm-hmm. And I say we because a collective we of not only black people, but I'm sure white people have to deal with things. Very I'm true. sure everyone of different races have to deal with their own issues. So the first step is no matter who you are, you, you have to know and say, yo, there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. And then when once that step is accomplished, you have to be able to seek it out because as a, a black man, it's just like going to the doctor. It's like I may have a cut and I see this cut not not healing. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna put a bandaid over it. Mm-hmm. That bandaid get infected, mm-hmm. and then it gets worse, and then it gets worse and it gets worse. And like you said, being diagnosed twenty years down the line, mm-hmm. it's like something an issue that could have been. Fixed a long time ago. At least treated. Mm -hmm. Or treated. treated. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, even if you don't want to even go as far as seeking um, medical help, Mm -hmm. if you know you have that good friend to go out there to help you, Mm -hmm. and they're not going to judge you, um, talk to them. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, that's why you have friends. My pops always say, if you at least have five good friends, then you live in your best life. Right. Oh, you just Be- reminded me of something. I'm Be- sorry. Because honestly speaking, yo, it, it's, this is what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, we're stepping into a new generation because um, our ancestors never saw, Mm-mm. they were never seeking help Mm-mm. or anything. And they, we've been through a traumatic experience as yes, a people. Yes. As a people dating so many hundreds of years back we've been through a traumatic experience and that that experience has passed on in our lineage and for generations and generations and we act like well it happened to well we not that it happened to them and not to us but it was just like this is our life it's our life is rough Mm -hmm. our life is hard and it just needs to be this way and we just have to deal with things like you just gotta get through it or you just gotta pray on it and it's just Mm -hmm. like I, I need to do something else because, I mean, 
this is not. It's not working. It's not working. For sure. And for those friends that know that their friend is going through something, Mm -hmm. be that support system. Absolutely. Because honestly, they may not be able to understand or translate how they feel. Articulate it. But you know there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. Don't put it out on them. Just help them. Be there, for them. be there for them because th- that's what they need at that point. And mm-hmm. you might need it one day too. And Very true. So be that backbone. Absolutely. I wanted to talk about um, just a kind of different tangent of the mm-hmm. same conversation. Um, I I have been like thinking about going to therapy. Um, I don't, you know, not not be, not because of like you know I feel mm-hmm. like oh I'm depressed or you know or I have anxiety. I think those are like emotions that. Not, not talking about mm-hmm. you, obviously. Um, but, you know, I think that the word depressed has been watered down so much by mm-hmm. our society and by millennials mm-hmm. um, that, you know, people don't take it as serious anymore. Right. And understanding that depression is a real thing. Yeah. Um, depression is a real, um, you know, like, diagnosis. Like, just because you're sad doesn't mean you're depressed kind of thing. No, right. Um, I've, 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 you know, dealt with somebody for a very long time who was depressed. Mm-hmm. And, like, I saw what that meant firsthand. Mm-hmm. And it ain't just being sad because your mm-hmm. man ain't text you back. Right. Please believe me. Like, it's really some, like, irrational thought. Next level. Um, you know, like, like, thing, like <laughs> saying things and wanting things mm-hmm. that just make no sense. Mm-hmm. Like, not, like, no sense to me, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, just, just, just in terms of, like, taking that word too lightly. So, I wanted to throw that out there. And also... In terms of, like, so me being, like, a business owner and, like, having, like, just always having something to do, um, you know, dealing with trying to be successful in all three of my businesses and now my new, our new podcast, like, there's a lot that could happen to you by, ex- you know, trying to be perfect in every single thing that you do. And I saw this uh, picture today on Instagram that said, refocus as many times as you need to mm-hmm. and to me before not before, really before i read that but like you know at times i always felt like me taking like a step back to refocus and you know really you know get my my uh get my grounding and get my bearing on like you know get my hand get a good grip on what i'm doing i always felt like that was me slacking you know what i'm saying i always felt like me taking time to myself and not focusing on my businesses was like me not being as good as I could be. Mm-hmm. And reading this and the caption said like, you know, shit gets hard, things stress you out. Sometimes it doesn't work out as planned. Business gets slow, business may flop, start over, revamp and refocus, refocus even if you have to do it a, a few times. And it's like, damn, like that makes a lot of sense because, you know, I want to, you know, I want to be out here making bread from mm-hmm. every one of my businesses. I want to be out here, you know, being an influencer and having people like look up to me. And it's like up until recently, I didn't realize like just just me being me and just me being myself, mm-hmm. like people were still looking up to me, mm-hmm. regardless of how much money is in my bank account, mm-hmm. regardless of how much profit my businesses are bringing in. Like I was still like an inspiration to people, yeah, and that really put things in like a different perspective for me. So like now I'm able, and I just wrote something on Instagram today in terms of like you know how I literally consume myself with my businesses and work. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, there are family members and friends who I miss, but I just don't know how to say it. Or I don't know how to say like, yo, we should hang out. Or, you know, just because I'm like, that time could be used for me trying to make mm-hmm. another buck for my business. 
So I just want to throw it out there for anybody who is in that same boat of, you know, trying to be an entrepreneur, trying to run your own business by yourself, like refocus as many times as you need and self-care mm-hmm. like self-care is like one of those big things like people think like oh i'm gonna go get my nails done or you know it could be as small as you cleaning your room mm-hmm. self-care could be as small as you know you clean off your desk at work like whatever is going to give you that clarity and less clutter in your life because like I've, I've been in this space where i'm just like i'm just too cluttered it's too much shit going on like i can't even be as creative mm-hmm. as i need to be because i need to clear out some shit mm-hmm and you know i'm I'm still in that process you know what i'm saying like i'm still in that process of like clearing out the clutter from my brain and from my life and yeah. all the unnecessary shit that's that's been going on but you know i just wanted to speak that word to like all the people out there because like, everybody's an entrepreneur nowadays like mm-hmm. everybody's trying to run their businesses so you know take the time you need nothing is going to happen overnight and be sure to give yourself time to regroup and you know take care of yourself before you're taking care of other people yeah i i mean you brought up a couple things that like it's triggered a couple things in my mind but um one of the things that you talked about was kind of like how you consume yourself with work and you know all these things that you want to do creatively or you know just with your business mm-hmm. and I, I i see myself doing that as well and you know what that and you said like how you want to reach out to people or you want to tell them you miss them you just don't necessarily know how it's because like for me i know i do the same thing and it's because i turn off like so it's people compartmentalize things right i'm whoa i got mad boxes right so i have boxes put my family in one box put my friends in this mm-hmm. box put you know people other people in this box i put work in this box Mm -hmm. and i compartmentalize but like work is the biggest box that's the box that i'm always in yeah and it's like i turn off like i close those other boxes because it's just like i don't necessarily know how to deal with those boxes right what i'm good at is working and staying busy but those boxes if you don't open them Mm -hmm. oh my gosh like when you get ready to open them, it's like the tape gets it's stuck. Right. It's like yes. Pandora's box. Right. And like the tape gets stuck. Because in those boxes, stuff has still been going on. Stuff still, Lives have still yeah. been being, you know, lived. Like people still been going mm-hmm. on. People still been missing you. But you ain't necessarily been but like thinking exactly, about but that. That's exactly what um, I said. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of issues that our ancestors went through that we did not, that they, that they didn't know how to. Mm-hmm articulate like you right. said before and so, we constantly find ourselves running away from from it them. Yes. and so it's just like this work and then me consuming myself and work and trying to accomplish all these things because you know people still looking up to me so you got this this thing that i gotta live up to what everybody is expecting of me but at the same time is these relationships that you still need to foster mm-hmm. and it's like but that relationship is kind of funky so i don't really want to deal with that so i'm gonna keep working you right. know it's very important as Amber said, that we all find some time to indulge in some self-care right. and, and taking care of ourselves and, and, and actually maybe dealing with those things that we might be running away from sometime. Mm-hmm. You know, like that was one thing for me. Like I would not talk about anything. Something traumatic happened to me. Some people wouldn't even know because I just don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. What I want to do is I want to go to work. And that's what I did. But on the, the day that something really traumatic happened to me, you want to know what I did? I went to work. 
on that day. Because that's the only thing that we knew how to that's do. That's all I knew how to do. Because you know what? Work helped us. Mm -hmm. We know that at the end of the day, if we were working, there was going to be a result mm -hmm. at the end of it. Right. Whether yes. it was working on I our business. I was fixing a problem. I was fixing mm -hmm. that. But mm -hmm. not knowing I was the problem that I needed to be fixed. Yeah, I had my own problem that needed to be fixed. But yes. I knew when I was going dope. to work, I was going to go solve a problem. Dope. Dope. And dope. I got dope. satisfaction dope. out of that. That's something that so we got to deal with this stuff. Yeah. So, you know, that's just what we want to present to you all. Something for you all to think about this right. week. And moving forward in your life, like... If there are things that you know you need to address or you know you want to feel better, sometimes you just want to feel better. My therapist asked me um, when I, I just got a new therapist a couple weeks ago, and she was like, so what do you want to see out of this? I said, I just don't want to be tired no more. Mm. I don't want to be tired anymore. And she's okay. She's like, okay, that's something we can work towards. Mm -hmm. But you have to get to that point to where you say you want to feel better yes. or you don't want to feel tired anymore so that you can start taking the steps to get there. But you have to acknowledge so that you can actually take those steps right that's just a word from the people's podcast y'all so some um, final thoughts we're gonna on, get on whatever you know we final talked about a lot today yeah it could be on what yeah i mean i got a final thought it's I not necessarily to. on the topics that we talked about but is there anything <laughs> you guys I have one. so my final thought that i wanted to talk about was voting so mm -hmm. today is actually october 10th mm -hmm. um and yes we are in new jersey mm -hmm. so i just wanted to get out there that the last day for you guys to register to vote is october 16th, 16th. um there are ways to you can vote by mail you can never vote online don't believe any of those things online that mm -hmm. say you can vote online you cannot um please 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 Register to vote. The NAACP has a challenge out right now. When mm -hmm. you said something about five friends, you reminded me of it. The five friend challenge, and it's literally making a day out of registering to vote or out of, like, actually voting when the time comes. So, like, if you have some friends that are not registered to vote yet, literally you can make a brunch out of it. You can make a whole day, little date out of it. Like, yo, we're going to register to vote. We're going to make sure we got everything in order because the five of you can each tell one person and then each of them can get another set of five friends. So, like, it's so, we you y'all you, know. Mm -hmm. We don't even got to get into it. Y'all know why it's so imperative to participate in these midterm elections like a lot of us have not been stepping up to the plate like we stepped to, stepped up to the plate when obama came, went into office mm -hmm. so like it's really our time to like show up and show the world and show the country rather you know that our voice does matter that we do care we do vote we do care about the future of our country so if you're not registered to vote even if you are registered to vote go find five of your friends that are not registered and go register to vote please it takes two seconds like it's super easy like Please, please, please register to vote. What about That's you, my final thought. Oh, final thought. Final thought. Well, the, well. First, the first thing that came to my mind was don't be like Terrence J and do a hit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hit and run. Don't do a hit and run because you know that's bad news. Right. Um. I don't have no final. Yeah, that's my final. There thought. you go. That's a good final. That's, that's a right. good final thought. No, pull that, over. Just right. pull over. Don't drink and drive. Like, come on. Like, don't yeah, do seriously. That. Pull don't over. Pull over. That was your final thought. My final thought is don't hit and run. Pull over. There you go. And I mean, it, it'll feel so much better. <laughs> What's your final thought, A? Um, my final thought is. 
Um, if hmm. all right, so you know I have how I have regular Royal Women's Network, mm-hmm. and one of the like main staples or like quotes that I keep in mind is "Ain't nothing to it but to do it," and it that is very important. <laughs> no, that's my shit. <laughs> Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Ain't uh-uh. nothing to it but to do it. I say that to tell all of our viewers and our listeners, like. Yo, if there's ever anything you ever wanted to do, like, bro, just do that shit. We are the personification of that. Seriously, because, <laughs> like, when I tell you this first episode of this podcast is everything to me right now. It's like, lit. it's everything to me. And I knew it was supposed to happen. Even the studio that we recording at right now, like, I recorded my first demo in this studio. Like, wow, full circle moment. Yeah, like, maybe seven years ago. And, like, I'm back here now recording my first podcast. And so, like, I just felt like this shit was destined And so I'm telling all of you, like, if there's ever anything that you want to do, like, bro, stop thinking about it. Just do it because you never know. Like, in the way we executed this and, like, in a matter of a couple weeks. Literally. Executed it and was just like, we about to record this podcast. Mm -hmm. Great. All right. A couple weeks later, a month down the line, we're here. If you have a dream or if it's something you want to do, if there's something you want to do, you might not even make money off of it uh, at any point. But if you still wake up still wanting to do that shit, bro... That means that's a talent that you have. That means that that is something that you're supposed to do. That's a gift that God gave you that you're supposed to share with the rest of the world. And it's very important that we all fulfill those these gifts that we have because that's you know life is not promised. Tomorrow's not promised. And like these gifts, we're supposed to be given to other people. And you never know whose life you might touch. You never know what relationship you might build. You never know how much money you might make. Absolutely. So you want to fulfill those gifts. You want to give those gifts that you have to other people because, look, one hand always washes the other. For sure. So you never know who can help you. With that being said, I want to thank everybody for tuning in Yay. to the first episode of the People's Podcast. So proud of us. Oh, Make we sure did you, it. Yeah, we did it. We did it. We really appreciate it. I have one last listening. final thought. Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's see if we got telepathy. Yeah, okay. I can guess what I'm saying. One, two, three. Issa coming up! Issa coming up! That was not planned, I promise y'all, on me. No. That was not planned. We'll tell you all about that on the next episode. Oh, Shout out to you for listening until the end. Appreciate y'all. Follow us on Instagram at the People's Podcast. If you need to email us, um, we're gonna start taking questions maybe next episode. Yeah. Um, our email will be linked to our Instagram page. So check us out. Go follow us. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Like, and we out. Subscribe. And we out. And we like, out. subscribe. Bye. 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 Thank you guys. Good morning. Peace out. <laughs>